that we're talking about? Uh, we're talking about the voice, the Sultan of Swoon, the voice. Oh, blue eyes. Is is uh, Christina Aguilera still on Who? the Christina voice? Christina Aguilera? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <sighs> She's like a contestant and a judge all at the same time. Swoonatra. Swoonatra. I'm talking about Frank. Frank. Has he got a mixtape? Is that is no? Li- I, little Swoonatra is. I think he's got that. The new. I think that might be the dude that created the ski dance. Did he? Is he the? No. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with Little Sunatra. I'm I'm old. I'm washed. I don't know all the new rappers. Um. So is this like a new? He bought a house in the desert. What is the new Cribs episode? Is Exhibit involved? Is he gonna put a fish tank in a doorbell? If you have money to burn, uh, after listening to, just introduce yourself. I, I just, my name's Will. Um, and I would love to get my house pimped on Pimp My Ride House Edition or whatever this episode is supposed to be um, about. Um, I'm Marcus, and uh, I will try to give you the facts today on some. Yeah, I want a goldfish in the doorbell. Is that? I, I don't. I feel like that's what you said we were doing. No, just drop the intro. I'll explain. I'm gonna go look for exhibit. He's got to be here somewhere. I think my wife knows exhibit. You it's might want to investigate. You know yeah, what? I'm I think we have sure. a lot of things to look into. I'll be right back. Exhibit is a friend of the family. Does he just show up randomly and pimp your barbecues? No, I mean, not like a close friend like that, but the wife, co-worker. Because my barbecue grill is very basic. It could use some televisions, PlayStation, hydraulics. So, basketball the court, because I like basketball, you know, they ask you what your interests are, and then they, they add it they to do, you. And it's usually extreme and not practical at all. Right. So, they just add a full court, you know, hardwood basketball gym to my tiny barbecue grill uh-huh. on the next episode of pimp my barbecue because marcus knows exhibit yeah be on the lookout for that uh patron. <laughs> um so in the remote coachella valley where people like having parties and you know i uh, uh, see it has to be crazy it came out of coachella valley well since uh it's been, <laughs> there's been a property out there that's been relisted several times uh relisted in 2007 2008 9 10 11 all the way to 2020, that is uh, Frank Sinatra's estate. Well, it's probably haunted. Oh. Nobody can sleep because, you know, when the sun goes down, it's just, it sounds like there's some old dude in the back singing songs that you hear in a casino 100 years ago. <laughs> I mean, some of those songs are cool, like Luck Be a Lady. Actually, no, if it was playing or sung like by I'm a ghost. I'm playing Nickel Blackjack in the Sahara Casino. Well, <laughs> if, it's, if it's playing in the middle of the night, um, I yeah, I'm moving. I mean, I think that's the problem. It's got to be haunted, right? Who wouldn't want? Otherwise, who wouldn't want to live in? Oh, that's what you meant by Sin. That's not Frank Sinatra's nickname. What? What are you talking about? Those are all his, his name is not Little Sinatra. That is yes. not no no. Yes. That is a rapper. You, well, I mean, you okay, Google well, not the little got, part. You, the it, algorithm Sinatra, got mixed up well, with no, like coming nope. soon mixtapes or something or Sinatra is rapper hot rappers out of Atlanta this week it, it's not that Frank Sinatra was never Lil Sinatra I refuse to nope we're not letting that one just 
skip by. That's why I was that's why I was confused. You opened with a made up nickname. <laughs> did not open up. Now I put it together. Like, oh, I was like, why are you talking about Frank Google Sinatra? That's, that's one of his aliases. Little it, Sunatra. No, it's not Little Sunatra. It's just Sunatra. That was no. Nobody calls him that. Well, I mean, they did back in the day. No one calls him that now. They did not call him that back in the day. Snoop Dogg said it once. Like that's that's the that's what I believe that they did not call him that. Good old, anybody call him. good old blue eyes. Uh, yeah, they called him that. Four point twenty five million dollar uh, home is just out there. It's a Palm Desert, California hideaway. Some people are saying uh, it's been on the market still. It's in the middle of nowhere, but and it's had difficulties being sold for the last fifteen years. Well, that's why you don't build a house in the middle of no, like that. Seven point five acres. It just wait until they build some stuff around it. Then somebody will move in. Uh, well, I mean, I think it'd be a perfect home to like rent during Coachella. Well, they gotta exercise it first, though. They gotta get Spoonatra out of there. He in there dropping mixtapes from the grave, and I just you know that's that usually works for the rappers, but I think. Uh-huh. I, th- I think not so much the the cocktail lounge singers. Nobody wants a uh, wants little Sunatra's uh, mixtapes from the grave. I think it's too much. So you think that's the reason why it's not so? Yeah, I don't want a mixtape from some old dead guy. So we won't be recording Head Above Hypocrisy from Sinatra's compound. I'm not going to Little oh. Sunatra's house. It's not okay. happening. Let's see, you said Little Sunatra. See, it's growing well, up. I'm just using your terminology. It's I just refuse to buy into your inoculation uh, obsession. Okay, well, anyways, look, uh, well, but, if that doesn't, you know, you know... Little Sunatra's funny. Inoculation just is unusually complicated. I don't know why. Vaccination is is medical enough sounding. I don't know why he has to make it sound worse. So you have neighbors, right? Most of your neighbors you say you get along with, correct? Yeah, unfortunately I have not reached a tax bracket where I can afford to live somewhere where it doesn't have neighbors. So yes, I live on earth in a neighborhood with other humans. Okay, and you know, little Sunatra may not be your uh, neighbor. Which No, no, because again, tax bracket. There's levels to this, man. But have you ever had neighbors like, uh, let's see, how do I form this? (laughs) You ever had a land dispute? Yes. Yes, you have. Have I ever had a land dispute? No, because I don't own anything. No, okay. Not a land dispute. (laughs) But uh, do you remember back in the day, not to go down lethargic lane too uh, much? Memory lane. Just pick regular words so people know what you're saying. Memory lethargic. Go ahead. What were you saying? Sorry. I'm was, translating for the people that no, speak that. English. I, I believe it was a moment where you were, uh, you know, having fun, fun in the pool or whatever. And then the neighbor on the other side came up there to confront you about it. Yes. I remember. This was upset. at my parents' house when I was young in my early 20s. I want to say we were swimming. Yeah. And it was it was it wasn't late. It was like nine. It was, it was nine. It was evening. Uh, I want to say it was the weekend. It was definitely the weekend. Uh, and yeah, the neighbor that lived behind us wanted, he tried to fight me in, in my, not in my driveway, in my like walkway, like the right. steps up to the house. Mm-hmm. All because of like, you were a kid enjoying a pool. So yeah. imagine. He, it was a whole adult. He was very upset. Being a man. Jumping I, around on the diving board, big ass house, making all that noise. I mean, that sounded like he was just jealous. Uh, uh, imagine a, a farmer who was upset at a 200 year old stone that was uprooted and he decided to move it. And uh, I'm gonna need people not to be upset with inanimate objects. First of all, that's my first problem. Okay, with this whole situation. You, how are you a human that's been mad at a rock for any period of time? A rock can only be a rock. It it, it has one move, ah. and it's 
sit. Well, he picked up the rock and moved it about seven feet into uh, another country. Well, at least he was proactive. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so his uh, home he is... He moved the rock from one country to another? Yeah. Well, okay. So let me clarify a little bit. His farm home is on the region uh, that's bordering France and Belgium. And he decided, because he hated this rock so much, he picked it up, moved it seven feet into... Oh, so he put it in Belgium. It's like the the place where well, like the four states meet and you can be in four places at once. He moved it. I don't think that works out exactly that way. Uh, he moved it about seven feet into the French territory, pretty much uh, expanding his own property uh, and also Wait, no, that's invading how, a country. No, no, no. Property lines are not tied to, to physical things and let alone a single rock, it, which wouldn't it at least be a rope or something like, why is the one how? No, you'd be actually surprised what most borders look like in other countries. I mean, well, you know, in America, we have the wall down south. But it's on a map. Up like north, it's, we have nothing. It's really. all figurative. They're not, you can't, like, the line doesn't move with the the terrain. Mm, mm. At least it's not supposed to. No, they're, they're, this, yeah. So, so he moved rocks seven feet to the left, so now his land is seven feet larger. Yes. What if somebody comes to, and puts the rock on his doorstep? Now he, he cut well, his land in half. I I mean I guess semantics. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. No, like, that's no, why no, it doesn't no, make any no, sense. No, like, no, I know. It's I, not supposed to be tied to an object because then you can just play move the rock and well, you know. Let the French now you live in the bathroom and I have I seventy acres. You wake up the next morning. Now you live on your porch and I have seventy. Like that. That. Anyway. Well, the displaced stone was spotted last month by uh, a sharp-eyed Frenchman who See, passed this, is, this We don't area. have these kind of problems in America. Right. We solve <laughs> our problems with violence, like civilized people. I don't think... Okay, so anyways, the <laughs> Frenchman passed this area, and he's been passing this area before in the countryside, and he went for one of his countryside walks, realized the stone was not in its original location, notified <laughs> the French are officials... are observant of rocks in... <laughs> These other countries, I've never noticed a rock that much, and I walk around my neighborhood daily. Like that is how I raised our children. I was home we'll see with a baby, didn't know what to do with them, so walking around the block all the time. Uh-huh. I see hundreds of rocks, and I couldn't point one out of a lineup. This one has caused all sorts of global unrest, geographical debates, and I just it's, yeah. I mean, well, the border countries between are interesting. France and Belgium was established under the 18 Treaty. Oh, I'm sorry, the 1820 Treaty of, and they established the whole border on a single stone. Well, I mean, this was part of the border. They well, where is the rest of it? I mean, a little bit further down, but, but so how can you move area? the entire border with one rock? Okay, if I'm saying that one section of the border was moved seven feet into. France. That's why it should just be a so rock. So now it's like a triangle. Like right, but the, it should just be a rock it. that is moved, not the border itself. Uh-huh. The border exists on a map figuratively. Right. Like right. The humans put it there. The lot it's like the it's like the yellow first down marker mm. on you know on football. Oh okay. There's not a real yellow marker that they just move back and forth on the field. I swear to God. No, it it, well, it is a chains. virtual line right. that it, they put so you know exactly as the viewer how far they have to run property and country lines are effectively the same way are they're supposed to be otherwise every time there is weather mm-hmm. property lines would move well 
It is uh, being reported by the um, attorney, because the farmer did get an attorney. Uh, of course he did, he for was, the rock case. He was unaware uh the significance of the stone. He just really wanted to move it and hated it. Was it was just this stone that is significant. The other stones that sit next to it are not deemed... Uh, in theory, uh, the moving of the stone does violate the 18, 1820 treaty, um, and it's a very, very serious offense. Thou shalt not move the stone. He, just, he basically invaded another country. He basically invaded. Uh, so all it takes is moving one stone. Did that make sense? That's why we at war all the time. That's why you turn on the news any given day and mm. there's 16 different wars popping off all over the globe because apparently all over the world, if you move a stone to the left, you have now invaded said country. Um, maybe we should rethink our grounds for uh, engaging in warfare. I mean, it, it, this could just be a French thing. According to one of the local residents, uh, Aureli Wellenick, he holds a similar position in a French village and across the same border. And he said, in quote, I was happy to know that my town just got a little larger. So what if he takes his rock and puts it on top of the rock on the other side of town? Would that just erase the town in the middle? See, I would just go to France and destroy the whole country. You'd start throwing rocks left and right. They wouldn't know where people would just lose their minds. But you can't do that. You just made France twice the size of Belgium. Now Belgium doesn't exist. Now France and Belgium are at the bottom of the lake. What if somebody threw the stone in the ocean? Well, don't worry. The uh, French government did send the farmer a letter, uh, a formal letter. Don't worry. Demanding that the stone be returned to the right location. If the farmer does not comply, he could face criminal charges. Right. Or he could just, you know, move the stone. Now it's outside their jurisdiction. Uh, look, man. We just throw the that. stone in his backyard. Like, what do you know? This this is a whole nother country now. You guys can't even, you know, prosecute. Look, it just shows you the importance of boundaries. Uh, you shouldn't be moving borders, apparently. The importance I guess. of No, uh, this shows me the importance of common sense and critical thinking skills. Ah. I think that you need to understand that boundaries are not created by physical objects. They are created by people and thus are not tied to things tangible. Because if it were, it'd be far too easy to expand or, you know, diminish someone else's property. You just pick up a bag of rocks and throw them away. Like, oh, well, sorry, your house doesn't exist anymore. I got rid of all the boundary rocks right here in this sack. Now I, I own all the land. I took the three boundary rocks. It doesn't make any sense at all. Okay. I mean, America has a lot of problems, but I think we at least figured out boundaries. We we have we figured out boundaries very well. We we fight to the death for boundaries over, over our boundaries. That's true. Um and the, you cannot change them by just moving a rock. We will laugh at you and then kill you. Well, if you feel like and then charge you for it. If you feel like you need to be charged for something or you just are <laughs> you curious. You feel like you need to be charged for something. Or my or god, that is just, the best sales pitch we have got. Or if you just want to move that head above hypocrisy rock a little bit more into your mental territory. Where could they do that? Headabovehypocrisy.com is is the website that we have. Um please go there so that we can afford better marketing. Clearly we need to invest in a better a better plan maybe we, we can afford to write some copy that doesn't open with if you feel like you want to buy, pay for i don't know what you what you said but it was 
It was a good soap. It, it I was. thought I, I learned it from Frank Sinatra. I thought it was just like Frank Sinatra. I thought she learned it from the Willoughby grocery store where you just, you know, pay what you feel for things. And that's generally zero. So if you ask people, you know, if they feel that's what it, if you feel like acquiring another bill, I'm pretty sure is what you said. And that is what no one has ever said in the history of spoken word is that, yeah, I would like, you know what? Today's a good day to get some more bills. It's a Wednesday. Sun's shining bright. Birds are chirping. Let me acquire some more financial responsibility. That's what I like to do when I'm relaxed. I'll head on over to headabovehypocrisy.com. Sign up for everything. Who cares if I can afford it? I'm just, it's a good day to acquire some bills. That is that is the sales pitch that we we've got. So if you would be so kind to head on over to headabovehypocrisy.com, check us out. We've got some some cool episodes. We've got merch. There's T-shirts, hoodies, we've got a water bottle. Um, I think we should get a notepad um, so we can <laughs> write down some some better sales pitches. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, please head on over to the website um, so we can so we can work on that. Uh, if you have any suggestions that you would like to make directly. At Head Above Hypocrisy on Instagram is probably the best place to reach me. Um, that is my social media vice of choice. Um, there is info at headabovehypocrisy.com for emails, but we all know how often we check email boxes. So you'll probably catch me on the gram for you'll catch me in my inbox. Um, so, yeah, um, head on over to the website, even if you don't feel like acquiring another bill. You know, just do it because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> Oh, man, I guess be careful when you're uh, doing yard work because you very well could move your property line um, if you kick over the wrong stone, uh, at least if you are in France or Belgium. Uh, not here in the United States, though, because I move rocks all the time and my house is still very small. So, you know, maybe maybe I need to move to France or Belgium, depending on rock placement currently. Um, but, yeah, he, here in America, property lines are, are very... Very uh, hard to find, and they, they, they are not defined by random physical ob- objects. Um, so, you know, France, Belgium, if you're looking for a way to uh, solve the boundary problem that you guys find yourselves in, uh, I think America is a good place to, uh, to start looking, because we, we really like our boundaries. We hold them dear to our hearts. Um, yeah. So much that we were going to build a wall where a wall already existed uh, a few years ago. That was a real interesting time here in America. But uh won't jump down that rabbit hole because that's, uh, you know, not a, not a happy place. And we are a positive family show here. Head above hypocrisy. Um, so, yeah, back to France and Belgium. Uh, careful with those rocks, guys. Ah, well, until next time, I'm Will, um, and I think uh, I think that's it. Wrap it up, beef sign is flashing. Gonna go on ahead and, uh, I don't know, move some rocks, see what happens. <laughs>